Hello, I'm Sean McLeod, British Ambassador in Belgrade, and this is my blogcast, The Online Diplomat. Tea with everything, a diplomatic week. Diplomacy is never a nine-to-five job, and however much we like to plan, it's rarely possible to predict exactly how our time will be spent in any given week. The coronavirus pandemic has added to the unpredictability. One thing is certain, though, my week will involve drinking a lot of tea. In my blogcast three weeks ago about visiting the city of Nish, I mentioned that ambassadors in Serbia were making the most of an autumn lull in coronavirus infection rates to get out and about and travel around the country. We were reinstating cancelled visits, catching up on commercial interests, visiting projects or just getting out to visit new places and people. After a long period of virtual isolation, I met more diplomatic colleagues in Belgrade last month than probably over the previous six. I was invited to a flurry of briefings, meetings and small events, some no doubt arranged quickly with a view to uncertainty over what the winter may bring. Of course, all meetings had the social distancing, face mask wearing and hand sanitising that's become part of everyday life. Times are still far from normal. The UK, Serbia and many other countries have introduced or are considering renewed measures to restrict the spread of the coronavirus. Like many workplaces, embassies, including mine, are reviewing the steps we have in place to minimise risks to our staff. I expect that much of our work will once again for the next week or two at least be done sitting behind a computer screen at home. Before I return to that so-called new normal, might be a good moment for me to answer one of the questions I'm asked most often. That's to say, what exactly do diplomats do? Not what are you for, but what does your normal day look like? For most of us, there's no such thing as a normal day. Variety is one of the best things about my job, but it can also be one of the challenges. Having such a range of competing priorities, opportunities and invitations tends to mean a diplomat rarely, if ever, feels that their work is done. There's always another briefing paper or article to read, another report or letter to write, another person to meet, another town to visit, another seminar to speak at, another invitation to accept, another language exercise to complete, and these days, another online meeting. Here's a quick look at how I spent last week. On many weekends, I have official engagements to attend, such as commemorative events in different parts of the country. But the weekend was fairly free. I hoped to get out and explore on my bike, but sadly the air quality kept me indoors. The silver lining to that particular grey cloud was a free Saturday to catch up on reading and do some Serbian homework. I also recorded a short music video, having promised to take part in an online concert, and made some Christmas puddings not knowing whether I'll be able to get home to the UK to see my family in December. Sunday's normally a quieter day and I try to avoid working or asking my team to work, but with the announcement of the new Serbian government expected, we were on standby to follow the news and report to London. This left me some time for family calls and to play some violin exercises and studies to keep my fingers in practice. Music takes a lot of concentration, so rather like outdoor exercise, it's a good way to clear your head before thinking about the week ahead which I always try to do briefly on Sunday evenings to check I haven't forgotten any important Monday morning meetings. My weekday mornings usually start, like a surprising number of British diplomats, I believe, with a BBC radio programme, Farming Today, and then the wonderful Tweet of the Day, a short bass burst on the radio of a different bird song each day. All my days also start with a cup of tea, made the British way in a warmed pot with boiling water and drunk with added cold milk. I often listen to a Serbian language podcast before breakfast too and then skim through the morning papers and check urgent emails before starting my working day proper with a fuller press briefing from my team. After that on Monday I had an online meeting with colleagues from across the embassy to look at the week ahead. Political events, business meetings, staff travel, embassy maintenance and so on. 
This week's top priority is to report to London on the new government and request meetings with new ministers where there is urgent bilateral business to pick up. Another important priority was to send on a letter to President Vucic, signed by my Prime Minister with French, Italian and Chilean leaders and the UN Secretary-General. The topic was climate change and specifically an invitation to take part in a virtual Climate Ambition Summit in December, where we hope states will be ready to commit to an ambitious national target or plan for reducing carbon emissions that are driving dangerous climate change. But diplomacy is rarely a job where you can clear your desk completely to focus on one or two priorities. You also need to make time for talking to diplomatic colleagues locally, checking guidance and instructions from capitals, reading telegrams from embassies around the world and improving your skills, including foreign languages. My Monday included a now rare diplomatic lunch with a small group of colleagues at the beautiful Czech embassy and it ended with a Serbian lesson. With evenings currently spent mostly at home, I spent some time catching up on UK news and the latest UK, Serbian and global Covid statistics. On Tuesday, I had several meetings with diplomatic colleagues. These included a briefing at the UN offices on missing persons, a painful legacy of the conflicts of the 1990s, where the UK is providing financial support. Later, over tea in my garden, I exchanged views with a different group of ambassadors on managing health risks to our staff. Later, I went out to a rare working dinner with a group of ambassadors and visiting officials from another foreign ministry. For many diplomats, one of the biggest changes to our working patterns is the evening spent at home with your family, rather than attending official evening functions three or four times a week. Though I miss some of these events, I have to admit that I do enjoy having more time to do other things in the evenings, like reading, playing my violin and sewing, mostly face masks, of course. Ambassadors have management responsibilities as well as representational ones, so on Wednesday I chaired our Embassy Management Board where representatives of all parts of the Embassy take collective decisions on financial management, health and safety, greening the Embassy and so on. I also called into a London online briefing for UK ambassadors about the pandemic. This is an excellent way to learn about the response to the situation at home and to keep London colleagues informed about challenges faced by posts around the world in these complicated times. We've significantly reduced the number of visitors to our embassy during the pandemic to reduce the risks to everyone. But I'm lucky to have a garden and a large room where we can meet a small number of guests with plenty of space and ventilation. On Wednesday evening, a small number of experienced podcasters came to talk to me about their experience. No tea this time, because our resourceful resident ma- residence manager had found a source, not only of good British beer, but also ginger beer, a very British favourite. On Thursday, I was glad to wake up early so I could reread some relevant background papers before a meeting with the President today. As a modern diplomat, you often need to get your head around some complex issues which are just as likely to be scientific or technical as classical foreign policy. Quiet early mornings can be a good time to do this, with an early morning cuppa, of course. I read the latest news on vaccine development and the international COVAX facility, through which UK, Serbia and other countries will ensure that when vaccines are available, they will be distributed to countries around the world that need them. Global challenges need global solutions, after all. I also reread plans for forthcoming international meetings on climate change, where we hope political leaders will make these ambitious national commitments to reducing carbon emissions. Meeting your host, head of state or government is always one of an ambassador's most important duties. I was really pleased to have this chance to talk to the President about reducing our impact upon the environment and developing greener economies, as well as discussing the pandemic and progress on vaccine development. Back in the office, I took part in another online meeting, this one about the UK's programme of assistance across our six embassy Western Balkans network. More tea with a visitor, this time with sandwiches and traditional Welsh cakes, rounded off the working day.
But it was a sad evening as I read terrible news from France about another terrorist attack, thinking of French friends and colleagues. Friday was another early morning. Perhaps I haven't adjusted to the time change yet. I read a few chapters of a book written by one of my predecessors as ambassador in Belgrade. Working from home, for me, means being able to look out at oak trees with their yellowing leaves and late-flowering autumn chrysanthemums in the garden. I'm very lucky. I was looking forward to a quiet Friday morning catching up on email, reflecting on an eventful week and looking forward to the week ahead. But life is never quite as you hope and I found myself with a lot of other urgent tasks to complete. There was something to look forward to, though, apart from my Serbian lesson. My colleague, the Serbian ambassador in London, Aleksandra Joksimovic, was in Belgrade briefly for a visit. We last saw each other in London in early March, so had a lot to catch up on. We met for, guess what, tea in a lovely city centre cafe. It was a lovely end to the working week. Returning home, I settled down for the evening with maps and guidebooks to plan a weekend visit to Kikinda in Vojvodina, known by British ornithologists as the owl capital of the world, and also to visit some nearby nature reserves. I had a feeling, though, even though it might be still early in the winter to see many owls, after the weekend I might not be getting out so much or travelling for a while. I was right. For the record, I saw five or six early bird owls, so beautiful that they took my breath away. But with Belgrade facing increasing challenges from the coronavirus, I expect to be working from home quite a lot over the next few weeks. But wherever I am working and however I am doing my work, I'm sure there will be plenty to keep me busy. I'm also sure that along with the work, there will be lots of tea, known in the UK since the late 18th century as the cup that cheers. I think we could all do with that at the moment. Thank you.